When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Wounds, February 5th. Are you ready to be poured out as an offering? If I am being poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice and service of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. Philippians 2, verse 17. Are you willing to sacrifice yourself for the work of another believer? To pour out your life sacrificially for the ministry and faith of others? Or do you say, I'm not willing to be poured out right now. And I don't want God to tell me how to serve him. I want to choose the place of my own sacrifice. And I want to have certain people watching me and say, well done. It is one thing to follow God's way of service if you are regarded as a hero. But quite another thing if the road marked out for you by God requires becoming a doormat under other people's feet. God's purpose may be to teach you to say, I know how to be abased. Philippians 4 verse 12. Are you ready to be sacrificed like that? Are you ready to be less than a mere drop in the bucket? To be so totally insignificant that no one remembers you even if they think of those you served? Are you willing to give and be poured out until you are used up and exhausted? Not seeking to be ministered to, but to minister. Some saints cannot do menial work while maintaining a saintly attitude because they feel such service is 
beneath their dignity. Wow. What a simple word. Wow. 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 Lord, empower me. Give me the ability to be willing to be used up and exhausted. To be poured out until there's almost nothing left. Not seeking to be ministered to or prayed for, but to minister. Lord, give us wisdom to not feel that we are deserving of something because of our sacrifice. Lord, and that our sacrifice is not on display for others just so they can pat you on the back and make you a hero or make you someone to look at and worship. Father, I thank you for your words today. Are you ready to be poured out as an offering, an offering to the Lord? Philippians verse 2 and 17. It's referring to the drink offering. Don't waste your life. Don't waste your life. In Philippians chapter 2, the Apostle Paul gives us a similar picture of what was happening with his life. He says it was being poured out. A lot of people might think like thinking about some kind of drink that Paul's life was being wasted when they pour it out on the ground like in a lot of gang members and people of the past would give what they call libations which is to pour out a little something of their wine or of their drink on the ground in memory or in honor of the person or they pour it out to make a vow pour it out to make a promise pour it out to make a link to another individual but was it being wasted for Paul the truth is it was not being wasted but purposefully poured out and invested. You hear that word? Poured out and invested for the kingdom of God. Let's take a look at Philippians 2.17 if you have your word out. Where Paul writes, Even I am being poured out as a drink offering. And I'm saying D-R-I-N-K, drink. I'm being poured out out as a drink offering upon the sacrifice and service of your faith. I rejoice and share my joy with you all. The picture of a drink offering. The situation in Philippians, as many of you know, is that Paul is in prison in Rome. 
for the sake of the gospel. He does not know, but that it may cost him his life. But he is not unwilling for that to happen. In fact, that is the occasion for his words here. He says, even if I am to be poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I rejoice. He says, I'm glad that I can spend my life in this way. And to express his joy at being used this manner by God, he employs the word picture that is at the heart of this verse. I am being poured out as a drink offering. What does he mean by the drink offering? He is referring to one of two things both of which are really the same basic picture or idea. He may be referring to the Old Testament drink offering in which wine would be poured out on the place of sacrifice. In Genesis 35 and 14, when Jacob set up the altar for worship at Bethel, he consecrated it by pouring out a drink offering on it. There was a similar ritual commanded in the law. In Exodus chapter 29, it says the priests were to offer a drink offering of a hen, H-I-N, which is about a gallon. That's what it means. A gallon of wine along with the lamb of the burnt offering. So they took the lamb that was going to be sacrificed and they took a gallon of wine and it was supposed to be laid out as the burnt offering. They would pour the wine out as part of the sacrifice that was offered. He could have been referring to that type of sacrifice or Paul may have been referring to the pagan practice of pouring out wine from a glass as a sacrifice to their God. This practice took root in ancient Greece. When they wanted to seek their God in a special way, they would pour out some of their wine as a sacrifice that would help pave the way for their prayer. Are you paving the way? For your prayers to ungodly things, ungodly worship, ungodly involvement, and someone that you've seen from the past, you've seen them pouring out wine, whiskey, alcohol, or something on the ground, sometimes at the death of a friend, pouring it out on the ground. Most of the time with a promise to do something else. Just like it said here, this sacrifice would help pave the way for their prayer or for whatever it was that they wanted. Over the years, it became a custom for some to pour out just a bit of each cup they drink or drank almost as a little tithing or an offering 
or sacrifice to their God. Some biblical scholars suggest that since the Philippians came out of a pagan Greco-Roman culture or a Greece and Roman culture, it is more likely that they would think of this latter type of sacrifice than the Old Testament drink offering. But either way, the basic meaning is the same. Both would involve taking a measure of wine and instead of using it for personal pleasure and drinking, they would pour it out as a sacrifice that would please the God who was its object. It wasn't just the God of heaven. A lot of things have become the God of people and individuals. The idea was that it was wasted as far as their personal use went, but spent in a sacrifice to their God instead. What we need to see here in Philippians chapter 2 verse 17 is that Paul was comparing his life to this drink offering. He said, I am being poured out as a drink offering. He compared himself to that glass of wine. Just as that wine was poured out on the altar of sacrifice or on the ground, so he saw his life as being poured out as a sacrifice for the Lord's work. He wrote later in Philippians about the background, the religious heritage and accomplishments that he had attained. But he said he had counted all those things as loss, L-O-S-S, for the sake of Christ. He said, I considered them as dung like a form of fertilizer preparing the way. Count it all as loss for the sake of Christ and his kingdom. In a sense, he had poured out his life to God as a drink offering, serving God instead of living for his own pleasures, instead of living for his family and career. When he first met Jesus, he began his pouring out of his life and he poured it out until the end. In 2 Timothy 4 verse 6, in his very last letter, Paul writes this, For I am already being poured out as a drink offer. That's the same Greek word there. And the time of my departure has come. He knew he was getting close to his end. He said, the time of my departure has come. And then he said what we all quote all the time. I have fought the good fight. Woo, Chloe. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. How many of you have fought the good fight? 
I want to be said you didn't fight the fight of Christ at all. How many of you can say I finished the course? I stayed on the path that God gave me and assigned to me. I finished the course. I have kept the faith. It's so hard, it seems, these days for people to keep the faith. And so on in his famous last words, Paul's life was indeed poured out as a sacrifice for the gospel. God is asking some of us to pour out our lives as a sacrifice, as a drink offering to the Lord. Many said, what a waste. But Paul didn't waste his life. He invested it and poured it out as a drink offering for his God. Jesus commanded us in Luke 9, 23, If any man will come after me, let him or her deny themselves and take up his cross daily. He didn't say take it up on the long run. He said, take up your cross daily and follow me. He commanded us to deny ourselves the things in this life that people might say that we have a right to, like our desires, our career, our goals, our own pursuit of happiness, and that we will sacrifice those, pour them out for the sake of following him and advancing the kingdom of God. There are things we could do that we will not do for the kingdom's sake. There are places we could have gone that we will not go for his sake. There are pleasures we could experience that we will not experience for God's sake. There are things we could attain that we will set aside. Because we will devote that time and energy to serving God's kingdom and advancing the name of Jesus instead. Jesus gave his command to everyone who would follow him. He said, if any man, ooh, I feel the anointing in that. If any man, it was not just for a select few like the apostle Paul or others. Each of us who is truly a disciple of Jesus Christ is to be ready to pour out our lives as a drink offering for the Lord. The choice of the drink offering. Now I understand that this concept of being poured out as a drink offering may not sound very attractive to many people. Who wants to give up their own pursuit of happiness and pour out? What could have been your life like an unused drink? But I think it should also be pointed out that there is a sense in which your life will be poured out, regardless of what you choose to do with it. 
Paul said his life was being poured out as a drink offering for the faith of the Philippians. In other words, for God's kingdom's work. And he said, I rejoice in it. He chose for his life to be poured out in a service for God. He knew it wasn't being wasted, but invested in the kingdom of God. But the truth is, all of our lives being poured out. Time is fleeting. Oh, we like to say time is passing us by. Psalms 90 and 10 says of our lives, Soon it is gone, and we fly away. Psalms 90 and 10, I'm going to repeat that, says, Soon of our lives it is gone, and we will fly away. Moments and hours and days and weeks and years rush by. Every week you read it on Facebook. Is the weekend over already? Weeks are spinning by. If you are very young, it may seem like time is dragging to you. But the truth is, the older you get, the faster it seems to go. The hours and days of your life, your strength, your vitality are being poured out. And poured out quickly in a sense. Everybody's life is being poured out. You are either pouring it out for the Lord or you are pouring it out on something. Pouring it out on something. Having a heart for the Lord is most important before our death. People who do not know the Lord ask why in the world we waste our lives as missionaries, evangelists, prophets, teachers. They forget that they too are expending their lives. And when the bubble has burst, they will have nothing of eternal significance to show for the years they have wasted. You can pour out your life like Paul did in service to God. Or you can waste it on things that don't matter in eternity. Which is tragic. Which is tragic. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
sitting here thinking about some people. Sometimes you can think, what a waste. What a waste. They're wasting their life away. And that's a shame. But how much more of a shame is it when not just throwing away a pan of food or pouring out alcohol, but a whole life that has been wasted? Can you imagine that your whole life would be like if you dropped a pan all the years of your life? Filled out and wasted for no good purpose. And yet that is actually the way that most people live their lives. They might look at someone like the Apostle Paul and say, Man, you're a fool for pouring your life out. But the truth is, they are pouring their lives out too. Their days are slipping by. Their lives are being poured out. A pouring out is actually inevitable. I'm going to say that again. For all humans, a pouring out is actually inevitable. Sometimes you might spend a day and not really get anything accomplished. Maybe I slept in too late or just goofed off around and watched TV or scanned Facebook and Twitter or whatever. But when I get to the end of those days, I feel badly. Sometimes when I look back and think, I didn't do anything worthwhile or anything of consequence, anything that was worth spending my life on that day. A day is gone. I've accomplished nothing. How much more will it be with your whole life? With your whole life. You can serve God in a secular career and not waste your life. If you walk with him every day and do your best at your job to glorify him and witness to people he brings you in contact with and tithe and give from the income you make to further his kingdom's work and go on mission trips. You aren't wasting your life. If you serve God in a secular career that he calls you to. Many of you have been given jobs and haven't mentioned God's name not one time. Serving in the ministry, what? An eternal investment. Give God. All of your life. Lay your life down for the Lord. God will even bless your money. As you begin to use your money. For his glory. I'm not referring to just offerings and stuff. But remembering the sick. 
remembering the homeless, remembering the orphans, remembering the widow in a sense. We're all losing our lives. The only question on what are we going to pour it out and expend our lives? Or will we expend it on temporary things that will have vanished in the using? Or on things that will last for an eternity? Last forever. Paul says, As I believe I'm now nearing my departure from this world, I have but a few things to rejoice in. And they are these. I deliberately, at the call, gave up my life for this work, for the whole unevangelized world. Can you say that you will have joyfully acted as Christ told that rich young man to act? He gave away his fortune to gospel causes. Father, I thank you today. The question is, are you doing those kinds of things with your life? What did you do? this week that will make an impact for eternity. When you look back on your whole life, what are you going to rejoice in having done? You're not going to find joy in countless hours of watching television. You're not going to rejoice over how many hours you spent surfing the internet. You're not going to wish you spent more time watching football games. You won't even care about the awards that seem so important to you. How much money you made. What kind of promotion you received. Or how many things you accumulated. Your joy when this life is over is only going to be found in the ways that you poured out your life for the Lord. And that is all. Remember what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 16, verse 25. He who wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Spend your life in serving yourself and you will have lost it forever. But lose your life in serving the Lord and you will have made an investment that will last forever. Father, I thank you that we have only one life to live. We don't want to waste our life, but we want to invest it. We want to pour it out. As a drink offering to the Lord. Father, I thank you right now for my friends, my family, my loved ones, my co-workers, my acquaintances on this line today. 
Father, I thank you that their lives are not seeping away from them without them knowing how to invest in your kingdom. Father, I thank you that your word makes us rich. Your word makes us large. Your word satisfies the inward depths of the soul when nothing else can satisfy. Your word satisfies. Father, I thank you for anyone feeling unsatisfied today. I've given you some information about pouring out as an offering. I remember years ago when I was thinking about what God had done for me and how so often I felt like I was coming to the end and I had a dream and a vision and I saw a hand come down out of the sky and in it the Lord whose hand it was was holding a pitcher like a pitcher of water P-I-T-C-H-E-R or a vessel containing something and I saw myself working and working and working in the church and working with children and working with old folks and working with homeless people and working counseling helping anybody I could with the little that I had and I would get down so low and then I saw God like begin to pour in the top of my head and as he poured in it would fill me up I could feel whatever he was pouring in me rising back up to the top at energy and strength again and the Lord would pour into me every time I felt like I had nothing further to do I could stop and I began to hear the Lord say as you pour out I pour in Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm sharing this with you now, but it has been years. Years, I kid you not, since I remembered that vision that God gave me. He showed me pouring out. And as I poured out, He poured in. And I would never run out in the vision because the whole time I was being obedient to God in this vision and doing what he told me to do. He showed me I will never let you run dry. Father, I thank you for bringing that vision, that dream back to my memory right now. Today, Right now, I have forgot that you promised me as I poured out, you would pour into me. So, Father, I thank you as I share this with my loved ones today. I want you to be encouraged. If you feel I'm always giving, giving, giving of myself, giving of my time, giving of my money, giving of my substance, and felt like 
I'm going to run out soon. I want you to receive that vision. God says, as you pour out in obedience to me, I will pour back into you. If you've sat down because you felt I've done enough, get back up. Get back on the cycle again. Watch how God will supernaturally restore you. God is a restoring power. He is almighty God. He is our healing power. Even on the sick bed, you can be willing to still give out. And God will begin to pour in you and you'll find yourself back up on your feet. Can't even remember how long you were sick. I can testify to that. God has raised me up over and over and over. When the enemy had me bound, thinking that I had run out, God showed me that I had not run out. And that he restored. He's a God of restoration. Everything that's lost, God will give you another house. Everything that's lost, God will give you a new car. Everything that's been stolen, your money, God will give you money. But God has one condition. That you use it as he tells you to use it. Because if you don't, you lose it because the enemy will sneak in and bring pride. He began to run around and show everybody your house. Like you got the biggest and the best house. Forgot all about God who gave it to you. You got the biggest and the baddest car. Now you got a showboat to show. And you forgot all about how you got it when you were walking and when you were on the bus. When you were hitchhiking, trying to catch a ride with no money. Then God blesses his people with finances. He blesses it that you might go forth and assist his people. Do his service and do his work. It's all. It's not all about you being Mr. or Mr. Superstar. God is the shining star. The bright and shining star. Father, we give you praise today. Forgive us for stepping out in error, Lord. Forgive us again, Lord, for turning our backs on you. Forgive us, Lord, for wanting to give up. Forgive us, Lord, for wanting to lay down and kill ourselves. Forgive us, Lord, for calling you evil and you are not evil. Forgive us, Lord, for turning and walking the other direction. Forgive us, Lord, for just sitting down doing nothing. Father, we're sorry. It is about your kingdom. And even as we age, we can still follow your supernatural guidance. And if the Lord tell you to pick up a phone and call and check on somebody, pick up the phone and dial that phone number and see why God had you call. I've had so many people say, I told the Lord, if you love me, let somebody call and see about me. If you love me, Lord, send somebody over here with 
grateful. I had the Lord do that for me a number of times. I shared that in my testimony. But I just remembered one day I was standing in the kitchen. I was getting ready to cook myself something. I lived alone at that time. Wasn't quite what I wanted, but I heard my front gate open. And in was a pastor and his wife with bags and things in their hands and under their arms. And I was peeping out the window. I looked out. I said, well, what y'all doing here? And they said, we were giving out food and we had so much. It's wonderful fruit and vegetables and everything. And God told us to bring some over there to Sister Barbara. And I was thankful because nobody knew the situation that I was in because I wasn't running around telling everybody. But God knew that I wanted something good. And they had big batch of fresh strawberries straight from one of the farms. And it was so many wonderful things that God taught me in a season. My neighbors, Lorena and Lorraine, heard the Lord in the store where I said to myself, I sure would love a banana nut muffin. And I did not tell anybody but the Lord in my house. And I found out some days later they had been knocking on my door and knocking on my door. But I wasn't there or either I didn't know it. Finally, my neighbor told me, your, your, your friends behind you been trying to come and bring you something. So I walked out through the back gate and got into their house. They said, we bought something bottle for you in the store the other day. And it was still packaged so nicely. A big package of banana nut muffins the big ones and I also looked at them and I just started crying they're like wow but wow there's no way in the world you could have known I wanted a banana nut muffin and I believe it was eight in the package and they had bought me other things that the Lord had put on their heart they had no idea that I wanted a banana nut muffin I want you to know that God is even looking at the simple things in your life. I said that because I believe it's going to bless someone. Just the simple things. God will give you a banana nut muffin because of the desire of your heart. Continue in the word. And I was continuing in the word at that time. I believe my husband had died. And that's exactly what had happened. My husband had died and I was there by myself. And I was sort of sad, but I kept preaching and teaching. I refused to quit. My, my motto was always, well, if I go down, I just go down. But I go down preaching and teaching the gospel in the mighty name of Jesus. So I hope this blesses someone today. As I always say, I didn't come on here to make anybody happy, shout or dance, hoop or holler. But I came to give you what thus said the Lord to the fear poured out vessel for the Lord. Are you ready to become the offering? You must become the sacrificial offering. 
found again, Philippians 2.17. If any of these messages or podcasts bless you, you can find them on most podcast channels for free under Empower Me Wow! Wisdom Over Wounds. Playing simultaneously is several of my other podcasts, but sponsoring the Drill Sergeant series, Making Jewels. This will truly bless you. I consider it nuggets of gold for fiery trials. So if you watch me on a YouTube or a subscription channel, please click like and subscribe. It will truly bless me. You may send me happy face, thumbs up, emoticon. You may send me a message if you like. I try to answer you, but please don't send me anything out of order. I am a married woman and I will not answer you. If you send me something that disrespects my husband, Reginald, I really don't like you saying, hey, hi, what you doing? If you have something to say, please say it. So again, God be with you today. The message today, are you ready to be poured out as an offering? That's a question. Some of you are in situations and positions right now. Why don't you sit and ask God, is this where you have me for now? Instead of being discontented, find out what you need to learn, what you need to know, what you need to see in order to be perfected in the skills of the word of God. So remember me in your prayers and I will remember you. And the one thing I really want you to know today is that I truly love you. Go with God, be blessed, and know this. I am Sister Barbara. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.